0: You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's Trivia Time. Welcome to episode 213 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How are you, Kelly? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I am
1: doing pretty well as well. My little dog Chester is sleeping next to me. He's wearing his little Halloween neckerchief. No big deal. Big deal. Really big deal. He and I are locked in. It's been pretty cozy lately with him and I. Oh, love that for you too. Soulmates. But speaking of Halloween, we have a Halloween themed visual round up on our website. If you want to go check that out, it's a fun one. Also, big thanks to See the Bay 22 and Mungbeans 4 for leaving us five star reviews. Thanks so much, guys. And quite a few other shout outs to give. New patrons, thanks so much to Mimi, Megan, Mariah, Mitch, Kat, and Luke. Thanks, guys. Woohoo! Thank you all so much. Welcome aboard. And then a few other things to celebrate with our taters. Happy birthday, Morgan, from Alexis. Happy wedding, Allison and Andrew from Ray happy anniversary to Tiffany and Jenna and
0: then another happy anniversary to Taylor and Wesley cheers everyone all right it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week this will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five so you have plenty of time to work on it our bonus anagram this week is mushy breast m-u-s- H-Y-B-R-E-A-S-T. And the question that goes with this anagram is, Born Trevor George Smith Jr., What rapper is best known for his hits, Woo Ha, Got You All In Check, and Break Ya Neck?
1: Moving on to round one. Round number one goes out to a tater who's celebrating a birthday, Morgan. So y'all may be familiar with our truly random general knowledge rounds that we've dubbed Marlin Rando. This is a version of one of those, but it features all things that Morgan loves. So this one is called
0: Morgan Rando. Happy birthday, Morgan. Question number one. The spa destination, Saratoga Springs, New York, is known for its naturally carbonated water that can be high in what two chemical elements represented by the atomic numbers 3 and 16. List one of them for a point. Question number two. What actress did Brad Pitt date from 1989 to 1993? The pair co-starred in the films California and Too Young to Die. Question number three. Scotland's flag depicts what two colors? Question number four. What 1968 Tommy James hit has been covered by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts as well as Prince? Question number five. Founded in 1927, what American general aviation brand is best known for producing high wing small piston aircrafts, including the Skyhawk and Skylane. Question number six. What philosopher founded the ancient Greek school, the Academy in 387 BC and was the pupil of Socrates? Question number seven. What country music pioneer behind the 1974 hit I'm a Ramblin' Man portrayed a character known as the Balladeer and composed the theme song for the action comedy TV series Dukes of Hazard*? Question number eight. Sharing a name with an organ, what is the brown tones found on dog breeds, including German short-haired pointers referred to as? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, Morgan Rando. Question number one. You needed to list one of the two chemical elements that Saratoga Springs water is known for containing, and they are lithium and sulfur. So I think it's really
1: trace amounts. I don't think it's, you know, harmful per se. And I'm down with the lithium, but sulfur smells lousy. So that's where I draw the line, Kelly. (laughs) Can't
0: imagine it tastes grape. No, smells like rotten eggs. (laughs) Not a friend of the show. Question number two. From 1989 to 1993, Brad Pitt dated film co-star Juliette Lewis.
1: She's an icon, and she just seems like she's always just stayed really true to herself,
0: you know? Yeah, she's great. Question number three. Scotland's flag depicts the two colors blue and white. Question number four. The 1968 Tommy James hit that has been covered by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, as well as Prince, is Crimson and Clover.
1: and Clover. and And we've included this on a Smothered and Covered round before, but
0: it is one of my favorite covers, so... Uh, Apparently, Morgan likes it, too. What's not to like, though, really? Question number five. The general aviation brand that is best known for producing small aircrafts, including the Skyhawk and Skylane, is Cessna. No,
1: thank you. (laughs) Those are some death traps right there. Mm -mm. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, you really hate these little ones. Yeah,
1: they scare me. It's a no for me.
0: That's reasonable. They get tossed around a lot. Question number six. The philosopher who founded the ancient Greek school, the Academy, in 387 BC is Plato. Question number seven. The country music pioneer behind the 1974 hit, I'm a Ramblin' Man, is Waylon Jennings. Did you know that he was in Dukes of Hazzard? No, really. Apparently.
1: Apparently. I watched a little bit of Dukes of Hazard here and there when I was a kid, but I never really got into it. And then the whole good old boys and Confederate flag and whatnot in my adulthood, I was like, mm, that's not something I need to circle
0: back on. But yeah, ouch. Oh, that's meaner. That's meaner than a sack
1: full of snakes.
0: Question number eight. The brown tones found on dog breeds, including German short-haired pointers, is referred to as liver. That's kind of
1: gross. Like, why can't you just call it, you know, chestnut or chocolate? Right? There's got to be a different name. I don't know. <laughs> if somebody asked me what color Chester is, my dog I wouldn't be like liver. Nasty. Totally nasty. I'm always like, he is a really warm chestnut and he has got caramel paws. Aww. He has got the most gorgeous little white, debonair puff on his chest. <laughs> sure does. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one goes out to Dan and Suzanne, who are expecting a baby girl. She might even already be here. I don't know. This round goes out to you guys. It is from your best friends, Brian and Tricia. Congratulations. It is called Why I Daughter. This music round features eight songs appropriately titled for welcoming a new little lady into the world. You'll get a half point for song title and a half point for recording
0: artist. Congrats, Dan and Suzanne. One,
1: I've done all I can to stand on the steps with my heart and my head. Now, starting to see, maybe it's got nothing to do with me.
0: Two. Three. Isn't she is Boy, I'm so happy we have been
1: heavenless. Four. Five. I don't need no money. Watch a puppy. I got all the riches baby. One man can pray. Six. It's hot up in his DJ, don't be scared to run this, run this back. I'm for the girls take it over the
0: New York, tell me how you feel about it We just met, yeah, we just met LA, ask me for the truth about it We just met now. wish we could be holding hands I wish we could be holding hands H Here are the answers for round two. Why I Daughter? Song number one was Daughters by John Mayer.
1: To daughters,
0: daughters will love like you Song number two was The Most Beautiful Girl in the World by Prince. Be the most girl in the world? Song number three was Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder. Song number four was Daughter by Pearl Jam. Song number five was My Girl by The Temptations. Song number six was Run the World Girls by Beyonce. Song number seven was "Tiny Little Bows" by Carly Rae Jepsen, do you think it goes with tiny bows? The and song number eight was "Waiting for a Girl Like You" by Foreigner. Yeah,
1: So Tiny Little Bows by Carly Rae Jepsen is a little bit of a deep cut, but apparently Brian and Dan, the dudes behind this round, they're huge Carly Rae Jepsen fans, which is adorable. Uh Uh-huh. I see you guys. Amazing. (laughs) And then also Dan and Suzanne, some of their favorite are both John Mayer and Prince. So that's why I started out the round with those two. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this batch of songs. I also just want to mention that at the recent Beyonce show that I saw, her daughter, Blue Ivy, led the choreo for that Run the World Girls song while Beyonce was on the tank behind her. And it was an incredible moment.
0: I love that. That kid could dance. Yeah. Can you imagine being raised by Jay-Z and Beyonce? (laughs) You've kind of got to be able to dance. (laughs) Something. Moving on to round three.
1: Round number three goes out to patrons Allison and Andrew from Ray. Hi, guys. This round is called foodie Delicious. We are serving up eight cuisine-related questions omakasa with this three-star culinary
0: round. Thanks, Allison, Andrew, and Ray. Question number one. Due to high costs, most wasabi is actually just a colored paste made from what root vegetable? Question number two. What part of the animal is stock made with? Question number three. Mirepoix is a recipe base made from three vegetables. Name two of them for a point. Question number four. What is the most widely consumed staple food for over half of the world's population particularly in Asia and Africa. Question number five. The processed cheese known as American cheese did not actually originate in America, but was invented in what mountainous country where you can visit the wooden chapel bridge? Question number six. What type of animal is used in the forests of Europe and North America to locate and extract the valuable fungi known as truffles? Question number seven. Frangipan is a custard flavored with what? Question number eight. Often paired with a bowl of borscht, what Polish dumplings are typically filled with potato, ground meat, and sauerkraut. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round 3, Food delicious. Question number 1. Most wasabi is actually just a colored paste made from horseradish and all wasabi tastes like trash. Next question. Oh, I like it. When people do. I don't. <laughs> question number 2. The part of the animal that stock is made from is bones. Happy Halloween. Woo. <laughs> nasty question number three you needed to list two of the three vegetables that the base mirepoix is made from and they are celery carrot and onion question number four the most widely consumed staple food for over half of the world's population is rice makes sense it's versatile you can do it in everything plentiful Fryer up put them in little balls, all kinds of stuff. Mm. Question number five. American cheese did not actually originate in America, but was invented in Switzerland. And then they just didn't want to lay claim to it. So they're like, let's just call
1: it American cheese.
0: Right? They're like Americans like this plastic crap. I do. <laughs> <laughs> mix a good girl cheese, man. Yeah, I'll even eat the uh, spray cheese, you know. That's more hardcore than me. Question number six, the type of animal used to locate and extract the fungi known as truffles is pigs. Or hogs, we will accept either of those.
1: This also seems pretty nasty, but like truffle oil. Delish. Really add
0: something delicious. Truffle fries all day. Let's go. Smells like hell, tastes like heaven. Yep. Question number seven, frangipan is a custard flavored with Almonds. Yum. It's good stuff. Question number eight. The Polish dumplings that are typically filled with potato, ground meat, and sauerkraut are pierogies. But why aren't they only filled with potato, Kelly? It is such a good question. And extra crispy potatoes, if possible. If possible. How do you feel about sauerkraut? Not my favorite, but I'll eat it if it makes sense. Like if it's part of a whole bite. Hmm. But I would never eat it on its own. Yeah, I just think it's yucky. Reasonable, yeah. (laughs) Moving on to
1: round four. Round number four goes out to Jenna and Tiffany, who celebrated an anniversary These two were both band directors, which is super fun. So this round is for them. It is called one, two, step. Get in line and step to the beat with this battery powered rousing round on marching bands.
0: Thank you, Jenna and Tiffany. Question number one. Marching bands are often accompanied by what groups of performers that use flags, rifles, or sabers to visually depict routines? Question number two. The oldest marching band in the U.S., the Band of the Fighting Irish, represents what university? Question number three. The 2002 film Drumline starred what Wild and Out and America's Got Talent hosts? Question number four. Marching bands are comprised of three main instrument sections. List two of them for a point. Question number five. Known for its swimsuit issue, what magazine refers to marching band as marching sport for the training and physical exertion required? Question number six. What 2006 hit released by My Chemical Romance featured marching band style music and marching band uniforms designed by Colleen Atwood for the music video. Question number seven. What is the title of the marching band leader who keeps the tempo, conducts, and often holds the responsibility to keep the band organized and structured? Question number eight, the most popular style of hat worn by marching band members is a tall cylindrical cap, usually with a visor, and sometimes garnished with a plume. What is the five-letter term for this style of hat? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, one, two, step. Question number one. The group of performers that use props that accompany the marching band is Color Guard.
1: Color Guard is super fun to watch. They always have flags and swords and things and take themselves very seriously. There's a lot of pretty tricky choreo.
0: Yeah, that'll do it for you.
1: Yeah. I've been spending a lot of time watching marching bands lately because my 14-year-old twins are both in their high school marching band. So every Friday, I'm watching a football game. Sure. Got my eyes on that marching band.
0: I love that. Question number two. The oldest marching band in the US, the band of the Fighting Irish, represents Notre Dame. Do you think that that marching band has bagpipes? Oh, they must, right? Just for the Irish flair? Obviously. Hope so. I hope so. Fighting Irish, report back. Yes, please. Even if it's just for show, I hope they're included. Yeah. Question number three. The America's Got Talent host who starred in the 2002 film Drumline is Nick Cannon. Busy guy. (laughs) He sure is. Question number four. You needed to list two of the three marching band's main instrument sections, and they are percussion, woodwinds, and Brass. Question number five. The magazine that refers to marching band as marching sport is Sports Illustrated. And this is proven because my kids don't have to take P.E. because they're in the marching band. Yes. Honestly, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I get that. They're on their feet a lot. Yeah, for sure. It's a workout. Question number six. The 2006 marching band style My Chemical Romance hit song is... Welcome to the Black Parade. Because one day I'll leave you a to lead you in the summer to join the Black Parade.
1: So that was a fun one. I really want to see this video after writing this question because Colleen Atwood obviously is this legend in her field of costumes, but also I just love marching band costumes. Yeah, totally. I love the
0: plumage. I love the buttons, epaulets, and all that. I think it's great. Question number seven. The title of the marching band leader is the drum major. Question number eight. The tall cylindrical cap worn by marching band members is a shocko. Moving on to round five. So as always, round
1: number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection.
0: Question number one. What American television provider and direct broadcast satellite service has headquarters in Colorado and acquired the wireless telecommunications service provider Boost Mobile in 2020? Question number two. Released in 1999 on Windows, what series of multiplayer tactical first person shooter video games has had spin offs and installments, including Condition Zero, Global Offensive, and Source? Question number three Tiger Lily, Michael Darling, and Nana are all characters from what classic Disney animated film that was adapted from a J.M. Barry play and novel? Question number four, what annual college football game has taken place in New Orleans since 1935 prior to being temporarily held in Atlanta following the destructive aftermath of Hurricane Katrina? Question number five, the 2022 film Glass Onion was a sequel to what 2019 mystery thriller film? Question number six. Often referenced as the unofficial anthem of the West, what classic cowboy song references deer, antelope, and buffalo? Question number seven. What lightly sweetened variety of popcorn is traditionally cooked in a cast iron vessel? It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. are the answers for round five our connection round question number one the direct broadcast satellite service that acquired the telecommunications provider boost mobile in 2020 is dish or dish network corporation
1: and i have a fun fact dish is actually an acronym for digital sky highway cool (laughs) I just thought it was a dish because it looks like a satellite dish thingy, you know? It just looks like a dish, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that that is a necessary acronym, but there we go. Question number two. Whoa, Kelly. What was that? Oh, sorry. I was practicing my color guard choreo and dropped my cool flag and then tripped over my (laughs) shako.
0: Oh, dang it. <laughs>
1: dang it. Guess I'm going to need some more practice. Pick up all your festive items because I think that
0: was actually a triple tater.
1: Oh, phew. You're right. If you correctly answer this question,
0: you will receive three points instead of one. The series of video games with spin-offs and installments, including Condition Zero, Global Offensive, and Source is Counter-Strike. Seems pretty intense stuff
1: there. Yeah, very dramatic subtitles. Yeah, I'll stick to Tetris. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What if Tetris, the spinoffs were like, Tetris, the Kremlin, (laughs) Tetris, Putin's Revenge. (laughs) I'd play.
0: (laughs) Like, as long as it's still just rotating shapes, I'm in. (laughs) Question number three. Tiger Lily, Michael Darlene, and Nana are all characters from Peter Pan, Pop Quiz Kelly, Who was Nana?
1: Don't know. It was the dog. Oh, cute. It is cute, except that it's called Nana because the parents, who obviously were loaded and could afford proper childcare, would just put the dog in charge. I love that. They would go to their fancy parties, get wasted, and then they'd just stick a bonnet on the dog and be like, hey, guys, you're in good paws. Bye.
0: (laughs) Icons. Parenting icons. (laughs) And then they got kidnapped. Yeah, naturally. (laughs) Hot takes on a classic. (laughs) Question number four, the annual college football game that is temporarily being held in Atlanta following Hurricane Katrina is the Sugar Bowl. Question number five, the 2022 film Glass Onion was a sequel to Knives Out. Both were pretty fun. Yeah, they're kind of silly, but I like it. Yeah, dumb fun for sure. Exactly. Question number six. The classic cowboy song that references deer, antelope, and buffalo is Home on the Range. Question number seven. The sweetened variety of popcorn cooked in a cast iron vessel is kettle corn. Yum. I like it. So tasty. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like dish counter strike peter pan the sugar bowl knives out home on the range and kettle corn and all of those answers include things found in a kitchen cook them up foodies talk
1: about food delicious am <laughs> i right that was a fun one it was one of those that when it occurred to me i was like "Hmm, that's wild that i haven't done that one before
0: you know yeah sometimes it's like the obvious one for sure Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was mushy breast. You know, that's just how they come, Cal. Sure is. (laughs) I don't make the rules. (laughs) They're not getting any firmer
1: any day soon. No, 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 no. (laughs) That ship has sailed. (laughs) And these sails
0: are sagging. (laughs) (laughs) Just keeps going. (laughs) The question that went with this anagram was, Born Trevor George Smith Jr., What rapper is best known for his hits? Woo-ha, Got You All In Check, and Break Ya Neck. And the answer is Busta Rhymes. Mushy Breast scrambles up to be Busta Rhymes. Woo-ha.
1: Woo-ha, Kelly. I guess that does it. I guess so. Anything special coming up next week? Next week is our Halloween episode, and we have a bonus round everything's a little festive themed it'll be a good time so make sure and tune in until then later taters bye guys have a good one
0: thanks for listening to trivia time the podcast quiz show we hope you enjoyed playing along if you did please consider leaving us a five-star review on apple itunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out we might even give you a shout out on a future episode tune in every week for new episodes We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements.
1: This week's background and answer break music was Lo-Fi by Fast Sounds.
0: This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters! -taters.